so if you're listening to this you are one of the few sheeps i have imposed this little experiment on and i have decided to call this experiment terra nullius i'll tell you why so so what is this about i will be recording and sending you a compilation of five news items every day why because lately news and the way we consume it has drastically changed while the avenues for consumption have increased unfortunately so have the overtones on issues sometimes they're driven by ideology sometimes by business i claim no absolute objectivity because i don't i don't believe such a thing exists this is just a little experiment to deliver news in the least subjective way possible and hence teranalyus a space belonging to no one no stakes to claim but hey pull me up if the uh, subjectivity is glaringly visible what i'm hoping to do with this i don't know maybe get to know my own prejudices understand the biases and dogmas in my world view and in the meantime if you can take something from the time you spend on this what can be better right let me just um, brief you on the modus operandi of these recordings um for easy comprehension i have put the news items under four categories politics world environment and lastly a running story i'll explain as we go so let's begin then so the first piece under politics the political news is on the recent lakshadweep reforms you might have come across posts on instagram or twitter about save lakshadweep campaigns or the news of uh, the kerala legislative assembly passing a resolution in favor of the same what are these reforms and why is the local population protesting against these so the first reform um they have lifted ban on alcohol why was the ban there in the first place because of those residing in the union territory 96% of them are muslims and there has been a ban on alcohol by popular demand and they have lifted this in the aim of improving tourism and hospitality the collector has also clarified that the licenses um will only be provided to certain resorts but uh, the public remains worried the second reform it's a ban on the slaughter of cows on an island which um, doesn't have too many cows but at the same time the residents consider this an intrusion in their cultural and food habits the third is the anti gunda regulation um this is in a union territory where crime rate is very very low and there are currently only four people in the prison the fourth is the two child policy by which a father of more than two children cannot be a member of a gram panchayat the next is a liberalized land acquisition policy um to develop towns and tourism infrastructure the locals there are worried about the damage this might bring to the fragile ecosystem and the coral reefs which are part of the ecosystem the last are about the covid quarantine norms which were done away with for those arriving on the islands and until this um, lakshadweep was a green zone and currently it has around 20 to 30 covid positive residents a little digression here somebody had realized only at 25 years of age that the island was called lakshadweep and not lakshwadeep if this sounds like you hi never too late um little more information on lakshadweep one heard 
So the islands were a part of um, the Malabar district in Madras Presidency until 1956 when it was granted the status of Union Territory. The name Lakshadweep was coined only in 1975. Until then, it was called the Lakadive and Aminidevi Islands. Alright, moving on to the second news item. This is on the ongoing tussle between Centre and West Bengal government. Um, try to follow me. There has been a lot of back and forth since the elections. First, the post-poll violence, then CBI arresting four Trinamool Congress MLAs who were implicated in the Narada sting operation. Two others who have now deflected to BJP are not being investigated. The recent scuffle, however, has been about the Chief Minister allegedly not attending the review meeting undertaken by the Prime Minister after Cyclone Yas. She, however, claims otherwise. But this resulted in the Centre recalling the Chief Secretary on central deputation. A Chief Secretary is a senior most bureaucrat of a state. Little background here. All India Service Officers are appointed by the Centre and lent to the states. According to the All India Service Act of 1954 and the later IAS rules of 1969, deputation is generally decided between the central government, the state government and the concerned officer. Failing a consensus, central government's decision will prevail. In this case, Alapan Bandiopadhyay, the officer, retired on 31st May. He had been given a three-month extension before this issue took root. However, latest news is that he has taken the retirement and is now appointed as Chief Advisor to the Chief Minister, which is a political posting. Can the Centre take action against this officer? Not really. Generally, issues pertaining to personnel of public service is dealt with by CAT, which is the Central Administrative Tribunal. Moving on. Under World News, the first item is about China's three-child policy. So in 1979, China had imposed a one-child policy for fear of explosion of its population. It did this to bring its population under control, but the means of using coercive sterilizations, selective abortions created a gender imbalance. There have been stories of Chinese men unable to find a prospect paying to take brides from Pakistan. The recent decadal census has shown an alarming fall in the birth rates and hence the three-child policy has been put in place. This comes against the backdrop of a growing aging population. There is a similar situation in Japan and Italy by the way. Simply speaking, what this means is that China will grow before it becomes wealthy. But there is a little chance, I mean, there is very little chance of recovery in this trajectory owing to the high cost of living in China. The fourth news item and the second under world news is about truth and reconciliation commissions adopted by a few countries. This commission is aimed at correcting historical wrongs by acknowledging them and attempting to compensate. Three such countries have been in news the past week. France apologized for its role in the Rwandan genocide um, between Hutus and Tutsis in 1994. If you haven't heard about Radio Rwanda and its propaganda against Tutsis, read up. It might ring some familiar bells. Second, um, Germany apologized for Namibia. 
for a conflict that happened in 1904, um, a conflict uh, where apparently it played um, a role um, between the Hiraro and Nama tribes. And recently, remains of 215 children were found buried under the Kamloops Residential School in Canada. Um, the system of state-funded residential schools, it existed between 19th century and the 1970s where children from the indigenous first nations were picked to attend where they were converted to christianity not allowed to meet their families or speak their native languages and this was done in order to assimilate them into canadian society so canada is in mourning for nine days in solidarity of the tragedy that has only started to reveal itself the next category is the environment. This one today is on marine pollution. Not so interesting? Well, let it begin to be. This and other environmental issues have been put on the back burner for long enough. This is the predicted impending disaster before pandemic struck us blue. So a ship from Singapore has been burning on the waters of Sri Lanka on its west coast for 11 days. It carried nitric oxide and some plastic raw materials. So the plastic, microplastic granules are inundated in the waters and there is a leak of nitric oxide. These are harmful for aquatic, orga aquatic organisms. They enter the food chain and eventually they will affect the human health. Oil spills um, involve a complex cleanup process. Since crude is lighter than water, it floats over it, which reduces the oxygen, killing marine organisms and the coral reefs. Oceans are the ultimate sink of natural environment pollutants, aren't they? But there are laws to salvage such damages, however minimal they might be um, in doing so. But there is an international convention for prevention of pollution from ships. It's called the Marpol Convention. Sri Lanka also has a Marine Environment Protection Authority and they have decided to take this up legally. So the last category is the running story. So this will be a news piece that we can deep dive into and explore different facets of it over the week. Um, starting tomorrow, this week, we will be discussing India's vaccine policy, the economics, the politics, science, laws and stories of it. So that's it for today, my dear poodles. If you manage to get here, thank you. Trust I'll get better in time. So um, I'll see you tomorrow. And I'm going to send you a music recommendation to get you started for the day. And as a thank you note for bearing with me. Bye.